Okay. We're doing now Monday's portion of portion of Nitzavim. And Nitzavim is a covenant between God and the Jewish people. Of course, it was the great covenant by the giving of the Torah. And now, when Moshe, Moses, is about to pass away this day and transfer the leadership to Yeshua, to Joshua, and the people are about to enter Israel, there's another very significant covenant that happens right here now. So, we're in chapter 29. We're up to verse 12. We just said that we're here standing to have this covenant, continuing in order to establish each day the people to him, that he be a God to you, as he spoke to you and he swore to your forefathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So Rashi explains here that here we're saying that God is making this massive covenant. Why? Well, in order to establish his day as a people, meaning he's so to speak, creating so much trouble for himself, going to these efforts to establish you before him as a people, and he should be his God, because that's what he promised your forefathers. He promised your forefathers you will be his people. He's not going to switch their, their children for someone else. So if that's true, if the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have to be God's people, he needs to bind you up with all these oaths, with this covenant, so you shouldn't do the wrong things because he can't separate himself from you. Now, from this point in this portion, this Torah portion, and we are four verses into it, Rashi explained these verses in the simple literal sense, which is, of course, what Rashi generally always does. Now Rashi is going to go back and explain it in a midrashic fashion. Now, whenever Rashi uses the midrash, as he is here, it's not complete midrash because Rashi is not allowed to use the midrash. His paradigm is the literal meaning. So any midrash he's using is actually incorporated and truly part of the literal meaning of the verse. So we're looking actually at the previous Torah portion, because the previous Torah portion was very harsh curses, 98 curses. And after those 98 curses, the Jews felt like, this is impossible. We're not going to be able to survive. So therefore, we have this portion immediately following which says, hey, you're standing today. You, you did quite a number of things wrong in these past 40 years. You did many things to anger God, but he hasn't destroyed you. It's okay. Like, even though you heard all these curses, and yes, they will happen, and unfortunately they all did happen, but you're going to survive. And based on that perspective, when we look back at the first verse of this Torah portion, you're standing today. Our says today means just like day gives light. God gave you light, God in the future will give you light. And actually these curses are in a sense part of the light because the curses and the punishments are going to sustain you and maintain you before God. You saw God dipped and you're still surviving. And Rashi gives another level of meaning. This is now his third level on these words you are standing. We had the simple meaning, so to speak, you're standing, you're being brought to this covenant on this day of the final day of Moses' physical life in this world. We had the second level of meaning. I'm reminding you, reassuring you, you're standing because you just did these curses and you're wondering if you're going to stand and make it. Today, with the light of the past and the light of the future, now a third level of meaning is you're standing, meaning we are establishing you to stand and be passed from one leader to another. Today, the seventh of Adar, Moses is going to physically leave this world and actually transfer into the living body of Joshua. 
So because today we're transferring from leader to leader, I'm standing you all today to give you my final words to establish you as people that's going to serve God, which we see Joshua also did before he passed away, Samuel also did before he passed away. When you're going from one leader to another, you're going to be standing, you're going to be exhorted to have these final words to keep you going for many years to come. Go back to the verses. Not with you alone do I forge this covenant and this oath, but with whoever is standing here, with whoever is here standing with us today before God our God, and with whoever is not here with us today. Meaning, this covenant is also for the future generation. Now, later in the Torah portion, we see another reference to this concept, that actually this covenant, every single Jew that ever would be came down to be at this covenant. And we know this was also true for the giving of the Torah. The three million Jews alive by the Exodus were there, and every other soul that would ever live came to accept the Torah. Similarly, all the Jews that were alive at this point physically received this covenant, and every Jew that ever would live actually came, and we're told here, even more than by the giving of the Torah, they came souls in bodies. I don't know if they were visible to the Jews. They were souls in bodies to be literally physical people to accept upon themselves these words of God because these words of God are so essential for us to maintain ourselves in the face of temptation and stay loyal to God. 